0: Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown.
1: It's a heartbreaking and disturbing story and one in which the Canadian politicians of 1939 are implicated. There will be a formal apology from Prime Minister Justin Trudeau for Canada's part in turning away a boat full of Jewish refugees who were fleeing Nazi Germany at the beginning of World War II. At a Jewish fundraising event in Toronto last night, the Prime Minister explained the decision by Canada to force the German ocean liner M.S. St. Louis to return to Europe is a blight on our collective past. You see, the St. Louis was carrying 907 German Jews, fleeing Nazi persecution. Forced to return to Europe after being turned away by a number of countries, including Canada, 254 of those on board eventually died in the Holocaust. Joining us to discuss is Avi Benlolo, Canadian human rights activist, president and CEO of Friends of the Simon Wiesenthal Center for Holocaust Studies. Avi, thanks for joining us.
2: Thank you. Good afternoon.
1: You've released a statement calling this a meaningful step toward acknowledging a shameful chapter. Tell us why you think it's meaningful.
2: Well, look, it's meaningful because an apology is necessary in admittance of the error of the past, a very, very troubling error that uh, caused um, really the murder of 250 Jewish people uh, because the vote was turned back by the government of Canada. Um, That acknowledgement is very important um, to the victims' families. But in our community, in the Jewish community, we strongly believe that this should not happen to anybody winds up on our shores uh, because of this experience. And so um, we hope that this is a message to the future more than to the past.
1: And what do you say, and I agree with you, what do you say to the people who are cynical and say, oh, it's just another apology, it doesn't mean anything, this is the, the Trudeau government, they've just been making one apology after another?
2: Yeah, and it's true, and we've had those discussions uh, internally with our organization, uh, that uh, there are a lot of apologies, and at the end of the day, you know, what what does it mean? Is it only words? Um, Look, we believe that when this uh, narrative enters into the um, lexicon, uh, really, in Canada, uh, when Canadians turn attention, as, as you're doing right here on your radio show, to this um, historical event, uh, it actually helps reform our national identity. It actually helps us understand the history and where we've come from and where we should go as a nation. We, we pride ourselves internationally as being a compassionate uh, nation, a nation that promotes peace uh, and helps refugees and helps the desperate. So... Um, this is very important for Canada. It's not just important for the Jewish community, but this is part of our historical narrative here as a people.
1: Well, this is exactly right. If if there was no apology today, then you and I wouldn't likely be having this discussion. And there is a concern uh, that young people uh, in in school, in elementary school, and high school, and in university and college, that they are not even aware of the atrocities of the Holocaust. You point Point out that 41% of Americans and 66% of Millennials cannot say what Auschwitz was. Hard to believe for those of us who are older.
2: Yes, it's, it's very hard to believe, um, you know, that, that we're seeing this trend in millennials and that history isn't being taught uh, sufficiently and, and the atrocities. And keep in mind, it's not just the Jewish story. Uh, for Canadians, over 40,000 Canadian soldiers were killed in action, uh, liberating Europe from the Nazis, and over 100,000 were wounded. And so, and so we are historically connected as a nation to what transpired there, and it's our obligation to inform uh, and educate the next generation about the, this, and you know, you know, uh, there's so much violence and conflict and racism out there in our society today. And I believe that part of the reason for that is that we as humans are forgetting the the, the atrocities of the past, we're forgetting the hardships that people experienced, even ordinary people experienced. You know, having to go labor in factories and help the war effort and save and not have, to have enough food and and so forth. We're forgetting those nasty experiences and so, you know, we have to keep reminding people so that it will never happen to anybody.
1: Avi, tell us about the history of the MS St. Louis. How did these Jewish refugees come to be on board that ship? And then what happened once it crossed the Atlantic?
2: Yeah, I mean it's look uh uh Jewish people um you know were noticing the um the trend and where things were heading not enough actually um the Nazis were very good at propaganda as we all know and actually disguising their their atrocities and so not not everybody knew about what they were planning but some did and some tried to flee uh Germany and Europe most could actually not flee they could not get visas um, to leave and to to enter um, uh, anywhere else really in the, in the world, and so um, these these lucky refugees somehow um, were able to obtain uh, visas to Cuba, and they were they, you know they were being admitted by by Cuba, and so they were able to board you know they paid for the passage they they got on the, the this ship, the St Louis. And they crossed the Atlantic, and they you know they got to Cuba they were they were just you know they were they were about to disembark the ship, and the Cuban government of the time decided, no, we don't want these Jewish uh, refugees. Um, they refused to accept the, the visas that were granted, and so these poor refugees, they were only 90 miles from, from Miami, from the U.S., and they said, well, you know, let's go to the U.S. The U.S. decides to, um, not to admit them. In fact, they were shadowed by a U.S. Coast Guard vessel uh, to ensure that the ship does not dock uh, in America. And so um and so they decided um to sh- to to sail to Halifax to the port of Halifax believing of course that Canada is the land of freedom and democracy and so um they got to the port of Halifax and uh, once again they were denied uh entry um, Did the uh, ship
1: dock for a while, like, or was it an immediate refusal?
2: It was it, no. It, it it basically was not even allowed to to dock. It was you know held up in in all cases in in the waters okay. uh, just off the coast. And um, you know, and of course we know the the um, uh, you know that the government of Canada held what what we now call the "none is too many" and that's in quotes uh, attitude, meaning no Jews. Um, you know, too many Jews would, would not be permitted on, onto our land. And so uh, that was the prevailing anti-Semitic attitude of the government of Canada at that time and the policymakers at that time and uh, Prime Minister Mackenzie King. And so um, the, the ship was forced to uh, return back to Germany. Where, you know they they tried to flee within Europe, but uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, of the nine hundred and thirty seven passengers, about two hundred and fifty uh, were murdered um, by the Nazis eventually.
1: Well, some had to uh, disembark in Germany, right? And then others, the others who were the survivors, how did they how did they live?
2: You know they they fled uh, to Amsterdam, Netherlands, you know, they 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 yes. they, they, they just dispersed throughout Thank Europe you. trying to run uh for their lives. Um as as many people at that time did, they just just tried to you know, broke up families. Um it's a horrendous story, really. And uh as we know, uh 6 million Jews in total were murdered by the Nazis in uh in Europe and uh millions others uh non-Jews were also murdered and uh, overall over 50 million people were killed uh... in world war two if you it's just a staggering staggering number at what uh... nazi germany had created and so um that is um... one uh... small part of what transpired and between nineteen thirty three approximately uh... hopefully i have my dates correct between nineteen thirty three and forty five only about five thousand uh... jews were permitted uh... into canada uh... and and uh... many of them were were children refugees
1: so you, we've talked about the mindset of Canadians in 1939 with this apology from Prime Minister Trudeau. What does it say about how we feel now collectively as a nation?
2: Well, I'm hoping that as a nation collectively, um, you know, we are regretful and we understand that, um, you know, we, we we see our national identity as one that is much more uh, friendly and tolerant and accepting. Um, and helpful to, to people. I hope that that's the way that we see it. Um, unfortunately, one of the trends that we are seeing is an increasing tide of anti-Semitism, uh, white supremacism, neo-Nazism in our country. And that's shocking in 2018, considering uh, you know where we've been and where we've we've come. And so that is, unfortunately, a tinge um, of concern for us.
1: All the more important for having this conversation, which I've really enjoyed. Thank you so much. Thank you
2: very much for having me.
1: Avi Ben-Lolo, Canadian human rights activist, president, CEO of Friends of Simon Wiesenthal, Center for Holocaust Studies. This is Jane for Libby. A big thank you to my producer, Michelle Saunders. Technical production by Mirna Trogolich. Bob Compsix News is coming up next here on Zoomer Radio.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio.